Hi, it's Christine, and you are listening to Christine's Voice, the podcast. Hi, everyone. If you're a first-time listener, welcome to the podcast. And if you are coming back for this week's episode, thank you for always tuning in. Perfect attendance ka na! So guys, get some snacks, grab your coffee, and let's start this week's episode. Hi guys! So for this week, I just want to talk about something that I am passionate about or something that I'm a fan of. So if you have been following our episodes, you know that I am a pageant fan. And I did a Q&A for Binibining Pilipinas 2019, my version, for my second episode. And for this week, I just want to give you some updates about, you know, pageantry or Philippine pageantry. And may mga news and whatever ganap there is in the Philippine pageantry world. But first off, before I start with what we will be tackling this week, I just want to give a big congratulations to the winners of the very first ICSM Infinity Pageants Philippine Global Beauties. I think they have quite a number of winners. And if I would be looking at this list, I think it's... um. Eight winners and two runners-up. So congratulations to all the winners, especially Miss Cosmos Philippines. I heard um, the Miss Cosmos Philippines 2019 was the biggest winner of the night with 1.3 million in total winning amounts. So congratulations to all our beautiful ladies. I've been seeing photos. Ang gaganda nyo. So congratulations and I wish you all the best on your respective pageants. I believe they will be competing in the U.S. and some places in Jamaica and other locations. I'm not sure where exactly because these are eight different titles and I'm sure there will be eight different competitions. So, good luck guys! And for the other news and ganaps, let's go first with Binibini Pilipinas news. And um, if you have been a fan or if you've been following some of the pages related to pageantry, you might have seen news about Miss Grand Philippines 2019, Samantha Ashley Law. And there have been some hashtags related to Sam, like where is Samantha Law or Finding Sam Law or something like that. Because pageant fans have been recently quite so curious about the whereabouts of Miss Grand Philippines 2019, Samantha Law. Because she departed the Philippines around a week ago to go to Venezuela for the Miss Grand International competition. And for quite some time, people have noticed that Sam hasn't updated her social media accounts and hasn't been giving any you know, advice as to where she is in terms of her connecting flights. And usually the trip from the Philippines to Venezuela, according to the news, would take around two to three days. So first day, second day, third day, even in connecting flights, Sam hasn't posted anything. And I do get that because sometimes you get so tired, you don't have you know, the time or even maybe the internet connection to upload stuff for your followers. But I'm sure she has updated some of her family members because who wouldn't, right? And um, by the third day, people are noticing that there's still no news. 
and there have been quite a lot of speculations about where she is and what has happened to her and up until now news aren't yet finalized about what really happened there were a lot of speculations about what happened to sam on her way to um, venezuela for the miss grand international competition the first one was that she missed her connecting flight from paris to venezuela but um, if this were true there would be other possible flights that she could have taken to get to venezuela and the other thing is um, there have been speculations about her carrying a fake Philippine passport and this passport was discovered in Paris airport and the passport was I think owned by a male so I'm not quite sure how this happened because how could she have passed through different immigration um, channels from different airports in transit if this were true so I'm not quite sure about it but what happened was eventually I think people reported or some news outlets or pageant fans social media channels have reported that sam was eventually sent home she could not stay more than 48 hours in paris as a transit passenger or if she was indeed waiting for a flight she could not stay that long in france so she had to be sent back home and the most recent update to this is that there were news released by Manila Bulletin yesterday or just a few days ago about DFA confirming that there are no records of Samantha Law within their database. And this raises a lot of issues in terms of the nationality of our representatives. So I don't know what really happened. I'm still waiting for news about that. But I'm so glad she's safe because at first, people were starting to worry about her safety because we know that Venezuela is currently experiencing some internal troubles and to hold a competition there is quite a challenge already because of the security issues but friends and other fans that might have direct connection or relation to her have been confirming that she is safe so we just don't know exactly what happened but I'm so glad she's safe her safety comes first and whatever it is that happened should be addressed later on. So we're just waiting for updates on that. And the third news I have for you is the dethronement of Miss Echo Teen Philippines 2019 Vanessa Mae Walters. So the Miss World Philippines organization has released an official statement early this month. I think it was just a week after her coronation. And... They have cited three reasons why she was dethroned. The first thing was misrepresenting her credentials because apparently Vanessa Mae Walters is just 16 years old when she entered the competition. But everyone in the organization thought that she was 19 years old. And the other two reasons was that of unprofessional behavior. Allegedly, she missed a number of important events required for her title and the last is indecency by which the organization has stated that miss walters has posted nude photos of herself in her social media page and that she is allegedly promoting alcohol and tobacco use in her page 
which is something that the Miss World Philippines organization and other pageant organization for that matter is strongly protective of. So this led to her being dethroned and I'm not quite sure how to react to this because I don't really know how this all happened because there should be screening processes for this. But the girl is so pretty. She is so pretty. But I just hope that whatever this is, it gets resolved and that yeah, they move on with their lives eventually. Alright, so that is just some of the pageant news and updates that I have for you. And this is related to our topic this week because if we did Binibining Pilipinas 2019 Q&A, I think it's just right if we did a Miss World Philippines 2019 Q&A. <laughs> so... So it was challenging the first time. So I just want to know what happens now at the second time. <laughs> so this time it's Miss World Philippines 2019 Q&A. So Miss World Philippines 2019 was held last September 15. I know it's been a while. It's been like over a month since the competition. But we just want to congratulate all our winners and all our representatives for this year. First and second princess, Shannon, Curver, and Cassie Banks, respectively. Miss Tourism Philippines, Gliza Perez. Miss Multinational Philippines 2019 is Isabel De Leon. Miss Reina Hispano America Filipinas 2019 is the beautiful Katrina Legado. Miss Echo Philippines is none other than Kelly Day. Sobrang ganda. And of course, Miss World Philippines 2019, Michelle D. And guys, let us not forget to congratulate Miss World Philippines 2018 queens who all did their best to represent the Philippines. Okay? It's time for some Q&A. <laughs> so we're gonna do it as usual the same as before i'm gonna set my timer to 30 seconds and after 30 seconds we will have this alarm <laughs> alarm talaga siya. we would have this sound can you hear that <laughs> that's the sound so after 30 seconds we'll have this sound all right okay so let's start. So I'm just going to get into this. Huh? I'm just going to start. So these are 12 questions from the top 12 candidates. So guys, correction. Upon reading, it says here, the pageant was conducted September 14, not September 15. So just a minor error. <laughs> so Okay. The first question is, in this age of digital technology, what invention from the last century do you think should make a comeback? Timer starts now. So it's not technology per se, but I think we should bring back the tradition of letter writing. Because right now, with the technology that we have, it's so easy to send emails or send text messages or post comments online that sometimes the emotions do not really come across or it's not really that important anymore. So I think handwritten personal letters um, have more value in them. And I want us to bring that back. Thank you. 
Ah, yay. Okay, the next question is, Filipino food is among the best in the world. Which Filipino dishes would you showcase in a dinner from the appetizer, main course, to dessert? Timer starts now. I think the appetizer should be just a simple um, Filipino snack like chicharron. I think chicharron would be very, very good. And then for the main course, of course, it's none other than sinigang. I love sinigang. And I think people would appreciate it as well. And of course, for dessert, it's none other than the halo-halo of the Philippines. And if not halo-halo, I think maisconyelo would be nice. So that would be my main course appetizer and dessert. Okay, that made me salivate a bit. <laughs> Gutom. <laughs> Anyways, third question. Millennials have been strongly labeled as an entitled generation. How can you debunk this stereotype? Timer starts now. I really don't think millennials are entitled. I think we know what we want. We work hard for what we want. And it's just that there are some things that we saw from previous generations that we want to improve on. And our methods may be different from what um, other people think of it or other generations think of. But we know for a fact that we are doing it for the future of not just ourselves, but for the people around us as well. So we're hardworking individuals and that is what's important. Okay. Next question. Let's get it moving. Next question is, today, social media is affecting the lives of many. Do you think social media is a good thing or a bad thing? Okay, timer starts now. Um, ultimately, I think social media is a good thing, but we just have trouble using it for the thing that it is, for the goal that it is intended for. So if we keep social media as a positive thing and we regard it as something positive, I think it's also important that we use it in positive ways and not to be discouraging to other people stop the hate stop the bashing and just be that form of encouragement that you can be online okay next so we are already halfway there the next question is what very important life lesson did you learn the hard way timer starts now i think in this digital technology age that we have it's very important for us to learn how to protect and choose ourselves because we can be easily swayed by what's going on around us. We can be easily affected by comments and whatever other people would say about us. So it's important that we learn to choose for ourselves and learn to really accept ourselves for who we are and not by what other people are saying towards us. Alright, so we're halfway there. We'll proceed because it's not really that long and I just have to answer some questions and I hope I'm doing much better than the last time. I'm trying to and it's just difficult pala to, ano, to record in the morning because my mind is still asleep. Anyway, the next question is, if you were to write a story on your life, what would you call it and why? Timer starts now. I honestly... 
um, I read this um, passage a few days ago that some of the most beautiful chapters in our lives do not have or will not have a title until such a time that the story is finished. And I think this, my story or my life story is not yet finished. It's still ongoing. It's still um, actively going. And I don't want to put an end to it yet. So I don't think a title would be enough to, capt to capture what my life is about. Okay. All right. Wow. Minsan nakakatawa yung mga sagot ko. Hindi ko alam ko saan nang gagaling. Anyway, next question is, If the eyes are the windows to the soul, what would we see if we looked into your eyes? Timer starts now. If you would be looking me in the eye, I really hope you'd see how passionate I am to help other people and um, to really be an inspiration to other people and not just someone who is, you know, working, someone who's um, really living day to day. I really hope that people would see my passions in life and how I want to be an inspiration to other people. Whew. Okay. They have really good answers to this question. I think Isabel de Leon, Miss Multinational 2019, answered this question. Yeah. Well, guys, I haven't really read all of their answers. I'm just trying to answer the questions as I perceive it or as I read it. Because once I've read their answers, I would have an idea how they answered it. So I really don't want to read their answers. And I just want to read the question. Hi everyone! I hope you are enjoying this week's podcast episode and I do invite you to like my Instagram and Facebook pages. That's Christine's Voice, the podcast, to get to know more about updates on our upcoming episodes. Thank you and I hope you are having a great day wherever you are in the world. Okay, next. There have been debates in the legislation of divorce in the Philippines. Would you advise divorce to a couple having a troubled relationship? Timer starts now. If it's a relationship that is abusive, if it's a relationship that has tried to resolve its problems but it didn't really work, if it's a relationship that hurts and does not consider the well-being of the people involved, then I'm, I would have to suggest divorce. But in this in these proceedings, if there are children that are involved, I really hope that the parents will think first about the children and what's best for the children, rather than what's best for themselves. That's it. Yeah, and that's my personal take on that question. Next question. What are you willing to give up for love? Timer starts now. Love for me is unconditional. And with that, I think you shouldn't be giving something up for love. If it's something you love, if it's someone you love, there would always be a way for you to you know, cherish that love and not give up on it. Love should give you hope. There would be sacrifices, but love ultimately is something that you treasure and value for however amount of times. So, hindi ko natapos, tutuloy ko lang. 
All right. All right. A few more. A few more. I think tatlo na lang. Okay, next. If you were given the chance to be a mayor for a city, what would be the top program that you will implement for women? Okay, timer starts now. I really think it's important for us to give the women in our community the information about self-care. Because I think they have been so busy with everything that's going on in their lives, maybe family, taking care of children, or career, that they don't have the time anymore or the 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 proper means for self-care and by this we can also include self-defense courses and other um things that they can use for their livelihood all right all these questions and answering within 30 seconds i am forced to speak as fast as i could ang hirap din pala talaga niya Anyway, second to the last question, if the president were to appoint you to a position in the cabinet, which position would you choose and why? Timer starts now. I would really want to be of service to our Filipino fellow. Timer starts now. I really want to be of service to our fellow Filipinos abroad. There are a lot of Filipinos working in different parts of the world and they have made sacrifices to be able to provide for their families in the Philippines. They are our new versions of Filipino heroes and that they deserve all the assistance and the help that we could provide. And in this way also, we make sure that they will be able to get in touch with their families even though they're away from the Philippines. The last question is, from your opinion, what is the most sad environmental problem that happened this year and why? Timer starts now. I recently heard news about the Arctic ice melting and this just means that there are more animals in the area that are slowly losing their homes. And we too are losing a part of our home, the earth. And I think it's time for us to realize that this is an ongoing problem and that we have to find a solution for it. And if we come together as one, as, as a community of people who care about the earth, we can absolutely try to implement solutions to this problem. Thank you. Oh my goodness. It's done. Guys, that's it. That's 12 questions that I've answered for you. I really hope I did well this time around. And again, it's still very difficult to answer these questions in 30 seconds or in under 30 seconds. You really have to be on your feet the entire time. And aside from that, you really have to know a wide range of things about what's happening in the world and about what's happening in the Philippines at least and I really have to commend the girls for a job well done congratulations to everyone from Miss World Philippines 2019 competition all right so I don't want to make this long I just want to try to answer those questions again <laughs> so guys thank you so much and I hope you learned something from this session and I would let you know about updates on What's that? Um, the news maganap that I shared to you prior to the Q&A. So, 
I will keep on watching out for more pageant news. And that's it for me. See you guys next week. Bye!